Three, two, one. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Dennis and Andy show, where today, besides drinking a beer, which we'll get into in a second, we're going to unbox a couple things that we uh, we got. Um, Dennis has something he got in the mail to unbox, and I got something to unbox. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about the season finale of that fantastic uh Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, all I can say is I hope to God there's a season two because it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. By the way, TGIF, everybody. Yeah. I know some of you may still be at work, but uh, happy hour has begun on the Dennis and Andy show. Thank God it's fun day. It is. It, it, is. Is. it is. So today's beer. Andy and I are trying an underground beer today. Hey, Don. Welcome. Don. Don just wants to see us unbox his, uh, his, his book. He does. He, he does. Had I known, Don, I would have sent you one. So today's beer is Kill Iron, or it's like an underground version of Killian's Red, which is a absolutely fantastic uh, beer that I actually, you know, besides stouts and and all the dark ones. Ambers are pretty decent. So anyway, um, this one's out of S Charleston, South Carolina. Um, it's called Revelry Brewing. Um, it's not a super heavy. It's only a 5.25% alcohol. But, uh, you know, this, they've been trying to get this beer banned for a while now. So we're not sure how long we can get it. So, of course, I had to pick up a, a good six-pack. Um, Why exactly are they trying to get it banned? I, I don't know. It's they, They've been trying to get this one banned for a while. I think it's because it's potentially an offensive beer. But it I, do, I don't know. I think it's good. Being a fan of Killian's Red, I'm really curious to, to taste this. So we're going to find out. Uh, it is good. If this wow, is worth the wait. Beer. Yeah. What's that? How much head is on that beer that you just poured? Good Lord. Wow, you really don't know how to pour a beer. Whoa, whoa. Now that is an untruth. The difference is, this is when you pour it into a yard, it is much different than pouring it into a glass or just taking a sip out of a can. So it'll uh, take a minute, it'll go down. You're naturally going to get more head. You've not gotten that much head. So. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I pour it beforehand. You should see a good stout and stuff. What the, the really good head we get on that. Yeah, mm, how's that foam taste? Well, you got to get past the foam. Exactly. You should have just drank it out of the can like I am. Mm. Yeah. It's good. I do. I do. I like this. I like this. Yeah. It's I, good. I'm going to say, 
I'm going to put it right up there with a, it's a different flavor. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm reading a comment before it came up. It's not a beer box. It's just a yard. I actually, I used to have a yard for the Renaissance Fair, and it actually hung around, hung around the neck. I was going to say I'm going to put this right up there with the jalapeno beer that I had a few weeks ago. Um, it's, it yeah, if I thought spice, I could do it, it's got a really good flavor. If I thought I could do it, I would have popped a hole and shotgunned it, you know. But I'd probably blow it all over my computer screen, so. Yeah, so we wanted to do something different. We 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 got a whole bunch of different beers for our uh, our Friday happy hours that we're going to be uh, uh, testing and, and putting them out. So I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the uh, ABC. Uh, um, uh, the, oh, it's a liquor store here. Um, I talked to her and explained what I was doing, and I told her what kind of beers we like, and she, she helped me put together a list of some very interesting ones. And uh, I, I'm gonna when I stop in, I'm gonna gonna have a nice talk with her and tell her this was an absolutely phenomenal one. But they got a whole bunch of other really cool beers called Pass the Lemongrass, Poke the Bear, Lefty Lucy which is a, a 7% uh, West Coast style. Um, Kukasaurus Hotel Rendezvous. <laughs> uh, they got some funny ones in here. And Glorious Bastard is a Czech, a Czech Pilsner. So check out Revelry Brewery, a Brewery. And I know next time we go to a convention in Charleston, I think we're going to have to try this place out. They got some smooth like jazz. Yeah, it looks like. Right, well, let's do some. Let's do some unboxing. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you, you go first, or do you want to go first? You know what? I'll go first. Okay. Since, especially since Don's in there. So I got my package. You can even see. I sliced it open so we didn't have to worry about it. But look, it even has the X-Farce tape on it. I was so excited when I got home and it was sitting there. Yeah, because you got that when we were away last weekend at South Carolina Comic Con. So I did. It was waiting for me. It was like a big Christmas present, just saying, unwrap me. And then they came in, and then inside of that was the great Gemini Mailer. Ooh, they're taped really well in there. You know it. I already opened mine from Don, so that's not what I'm unboxing. Oh, yeah. So let's see. <laughs> All right. So first and foremost, everybody out there knows that I had uh, or uh, backed uh, X-Farce Reloaded. And I had showed the original one. This is cool. Everybody got to take a look at this. I love parody books. You know, we had talked about it before, you know, even as a kid. Mad Magazine, Dynamite, uh, Bananas. That's just all really good stuff. I love humored books. So the book, look at, oh, check that out. Oh, nice. I know, right? Oh, I love it. It's even in a protective sleeve. 
And Don, oh, look at that. He even did a little letter. On behalf of the Team Parody Press, thank you so much. Look at that. Very cool. It is. But now for the important thing. So, yeah, check that out. This looks awesome. I can tell I'm going to be re I know what I'm reading tonight. This is nice it's paper. Be, uh, it's got great gloss. Wow. We've got, uh, this is fantastic. Look at, oh my God, check this out. Check out that two-page spread. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> beautiful newt, newt mutants. <laughs> oh, wow. It says there's an echo. I don't hear it though. Oh, wow. I don't hear it either. Yeah, I don't hear it either. We both have headphones on. I'm not hearing an echo. And then I got a bonus. Check this out. Thank you, Don. This is awesome. This is a parody on Heroes, which, of course, everybody knows I'm a big Siler fan. Loved Heroes and the cheerleader. Look at that. This is also really cool. I'm going to be doing some reading tonight, Andy. Yeah, it looks good. Ewos. Claire Bennett finally meets her real parents. <laughs> Go Spartan. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you, oh. Yes. Yes, I am. I am a Siler fan. Uh, you know, he was so evil. That's why when he got ta uh, tapped to play Mr. Spock in my beloved Star Trek, I actually thought it was a pretty good fit, and I was, I, I, I kind of, kind of like that. So, yeah, everybody, if you haven't gone out and backed, um, backed the X Farce, I think uh, you can still get it um, on demand. But of course, is, it's in demand. Yep, yep. And then he even signed it down there. Thanks, Don. This is fantastic. My wife really is going to hate me tonight because. She knows I'm going to stay up in bed and read. And I got that too. That's why I didn't oh. do an unboxing because we didn't want to double up. So exactly. I've got something else to unbox. So, but I got all the same goodies. I got the little letter. Except on my, except Dennis on my letter. I, I won't show because I don't want to embarrass Don. He did that lipstick kiss thing on my letter. <laughs> so that. You know, little weird, Don, but that's cool. Love you too, Don. Um, so yes, I got I got it as well. So uh, I got it a few days ago. So that was awesome. We did an anim oh an animated trailer. Yes, I will go be hunting for that on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thank you, Don. I appreciate that. You're very welcome, by the way, Don. I, uh, anybody that reads it, uh, I just hope they enjoy it. So you're very welcome, Don. Thank you. Oh, aren't you going to ask Don about your surprise ending? Oh, the letter also smells like perfume. It does. 
It smells musky, Don, because you're a man. We don't use the word perfume. No, because I don't know if you read it yet. So I'll do my unboxing. So that means I get to go full screen as Dennis goes bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. So I got this in the mail a couple days ago. It says, thanks, brother, on it. It's from Andy Bellinger, who is a creator I'm friends with on Facebook. This is a... Uh, Kickstarter campaign. It is for, let me get everything out, make sure I'm not missing anything. Do, do, do. Nope, got it all. Got a nice letter from Lethal Comics thanking me for backing it. But you're going, wait, what are you backing? What are you backing? I'm going to tell you what I'm backing. Mother Trucker. I backed Mother Trucker, female wrestler. I like wrestling, female wrestler, you know it. So it came with a bunch of stuff. First and foremost, if I can get it out of the bag, oh, here it is. I got myself a die cut sticker of the character Mother Trucker. So I got that. Buff. She is buff. She's built the way I like them. I oh, bet she's, so she's five probably only about. I was going to say, I bet she's like five four. I got a double-sided poster. This is one side from Mother Trucker. Oh, that's a cool truck. This, uh, I don't, I'm not sure who drew that. I can't read the signature. But it's cool. And then this is the other side of the poster. Slapping some dude in a headlock. It's like he drew Dennis. Is that a V on her, on her hat? Or is that a, a Firebird symbol? It's hard to tell. On her hat? Yeah. Oh, it's an M. That? Okay. It's an M. Mother Trucker. Oh, I get it. Once you, I saw the M. I get it, Andy. And then I got another poster, one side by the fantastic Carl Kershaw. He's an awesome artist. Love that. And then the other side by Kerry Nord. Kerry Nord of Conan fame. He, uh, he was the artist that brought Conan back uh, years back at Dark Horse and then uh, Exo Man of War back. So that's awesome looking. So that's very cool. So all you Great parents watching, so you know, we do mark this as not for children. Just saying. What am I showing? Shut your mouth. And then another double-sided poster. Gazinga! Look at that. And High beams. Comment stands. <laughs> High beams are on. Oh, yeah. Was this an Indiegogo or was this a Kickstarter? This was Kickstarter. And then he even threw in, I, I, I guess these were all stretch goals, uh, uh, Black Church, which is another book that's square, that's in an envelope. So this is the envelope. So the book is square, and it's in black and white. And, uh, you know, it's by, it's written, you know, obviously written and drawn by Andy as well. And it's just this different, different story. You know, it's kind of cool looking. Is it like an ash can? 
Uh, kind of, because it's only about six by six in size. It's okay. square. So it looks like it's like, yeah, six by six or so, but it looks cool. So, you know, has nothing to do with Mother Trucker as far as I know. I haven't read it yet. I haven't read any of this yet. Um, won't have a chance to read it tonight as I'll be on uh, art auction tonight with Ethan. But uh, hopefully tomorrow I can I can read it. So, yeah, what, what time yeah, that, that, at? that art auction on Ethan's yeah. channel starts at 8 p.m. Thank you for asking. You are and then uh, I'll show you some of the insides of Mother Trucker. Yeah, I'm curious real quick now. as well. So there's there she blows. There's the cover. Love that font. Just gives you that hardcore trucking 80s metal font. Oh, it's got good gloss on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's thick. It's got a nice thick cover, kind of like First Man. It feels about 110, 120 pound sock. Um, the art's really nice. Here's a, here's a cool spread. Well, two pages, I should say, from it. So, yeah, I mean, it, it looks really cool. You know? know I'm kind of getting the vibe. It's kind of like glow meets over the top. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't know if Mother Trucker is, uh, if that woman is human or not. I, there's a page that I'm not going to show because let's just say she's in her birthday suit fully. So, and you're seeing won't show that. that. Might not be human. <laughs> well, she's in some type of stasis tank. Oh. Here's a cool page, though. Love that at the bottom, this side. Oops, I mean this side right here. Fight. It's almost like a video game. Well, I say it's versus. It looks like Mother Trucker versus Honda from uh, uh, Street Fighter. Oh, and the cover also has a spot varnish on it. So you can kind of see that the logo and the figure of Mother Trucker is spot varnish. So that part's shinier than the background. So this is really cool. This was a great deal. Check out Mother Trucker on uh, Kickstarter uh, by uh, Andy uh, Andy Bellinger. So written and drawn by the animal Bob Anger, which I believe, I think... Andy is a wrestler as well. So, and that's oh. his, uh, that I think he is. And that's his, uh, wrestling name. So, uh, so yeah, and there's going to be a second one. So it ends, you know, a little bit of a tease and stuff. So does it end on a cliffhanger or does it end as a complete i don't think so. let me see i you know what dennis just for you i'm gonna i'm gonna bring you back in i feel lonely because i'm saying Oops. other people are probably wondering the same thing hold on there we go uh let me see i'll jump to the end i'll ruin the end of it uh oh it has a couple nice pinups in the back uh no, it's it's a one and done story. So it's like my first man's are one and done, but he is doing a volume two, which I'll definitely be be backing as well. I'll have to reach out to him, see if we can get him on our interview show. Yeah. So there you go. We did our unboxings. Boo 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 boxing. And uh now I'm gonna have you know a drink. What I did today. 
And I, I spent the whole morning power washing, so I've been outside power washing since about 8.30, 9 o'clock this morning. Sounds like women's work. Break. Had to take a break because I knew we had to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, you damn right. You damn right we did. And what did they do within the first 10 minutes of the show? Bam! We got to see Sam in a freaking costume that was, I mean, it is, it, it, it is like the most comic book accurate costume I think they brought to the screen without making many tweaks to it, you know? I agree. When they first showed them, you and I were wondering if they were going to do that. And, um, I mean, they even got the goggles, the way you could see his eyes, the everything. I mean, it oh, was yeah. right down. I mean, they, they nailed it. And it looked functional. I mean, that's just it. It looked fantastic the way they did it. And this is obviously the Wakandan suit. Yep. And uh, I, I will say this is from the comic I own. It's a probably a 9.5 condition. And I'm willing to sell it for $150. So if anybody wants it, you know how to get a hold of me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think you can put it up on your auction tonight. <laughs> no, the auction's for original art, Dennis. Oh, that's right. It's original art, Andy. So, yeah, so we got that. And then just to show you, this was – I actually took this off the screen. I, I paused it and took a photo. We could probably find a screenshot online better. But, yeah, I mean – Man, when my daughter and I saw that, we were just like, yeah. So, you know, the episode, I was a little concerned how they were going to wrap everything up in this final episode. And they did it really well. And I don't know if you noticed, Dennis, this episode, I believe, was actually shorter time-wise than last week's. By a little bit. I actually was because, you know, when we finished it off uh, last week, I was like, and I, I kind of named off all the plots that we got to wrap up. I'm like. Man, even if they have it at the one hour mark like this one, I'm like, how are they going to do it? But they did. Yeah. And I thought they did it satisfactorily. You know, I thought it was, you know, they didn't leave any big loose ends that I could picture, you know, just sitting out there. Well, they did. Um, they. They really, you know, picked up at the end of last episode. So, I mean, that's not, you know, that's that's obvious um with the god i always screw it up is it it's black hand right black flag flag smashers flag smashers that's it see i that's knew with your help we're going I, around seven degrees of I, kevin bacon i knew with your help i'd eventually get there flag smashers and it, so it picks up with them in new york oh i found another good picture of them Let's see if I can make that bigger. Oh, this does a pretty good job. Hold on. Come on. Wait. Uh, oh, there's a couple here. Let me share the screen. That's pretty cool. Him flying, chucking a shield. Um, let's see. There it is. That's the one. I got to make this a little bigger. This is the this is the business right here. When he comes down and lands, I'm it, it reminded me of the angel from the X-Men. The wings were flapped out and he just kind of floated right down and I was like, man, 
that was very angel-esque i thought it was really cool oh it was great oh i might have made it too big darn it i'll just have to shrink it down some see if this works yeah i mean it was really cool i mean you knew where you knew where it was coming um there, there were no surprises in this, in this episode. You know, that that's the one thing that I'll say was either good is. or bad, depending on what you like. You knew what you were going to do. There it is. I get. mean, you know what? Let's do a side-by-side. -side. Hold on. Oh, boy. It's a lot of technical stuff, Andy. I know. I'm trying not to hurt myself. Look at that. That's uh. That's pretty damn nice right there, yep. you know. Um, God, I I don't know. You know, I almost like that suit better than Captain America's. Anyhow, they, you know, they did a lot of cool stuff. Obviously, it was all about taking down um, the Flag Smashers. Uh, Sam had to fight Baytrock, which, you know, I thought was cool because Baytrock doesn't have any powers. He's just a good fighter. So, whereas when he fought Captain America and Winter Soldier, you really would have thought that fight wouldn't have taken as long. But, you know, Baytrock basically called him out and said, oh, what are you with your shield and stuff? And that's when, you know, remember on the ship, Cap dropped his shield and was basically like, fine, we'll go hand to hand. I'll still yep. kick your ass. That and he did. That was a really good battle. That was... Um... Was that in Civil War or no? As Falcon, it was uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yep. It was a good battle, but at the same time, are you trying to tell me that Cap was pulling his punches? Because that's the other thing. Even without his shield, if Cap, with the super strength, punched him as hard as he could, that fight would be over. You know. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know. It, it was a know. cool costume. I, I liked the fight. The one thing that I'll say about Winter Soldier, we knew what had to get wrapped up. They went from A to Z exactly as anticipated. There really were no surprises. There were like, oh, are we going to get to see this? Are we going to get to see that? You know, and then that's what we were hoping they did. There were no real twists. So, I mean, there were no there was not a lot of shocking moments in this in this series. It was very straightforward. It was good. I liked what they did with it. And as a Captain America uniform, you know, I kind of like this one the best. <laughs> the Funko Pop one? Except, yeah, I, I don't like Funko Pop, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm sarcasm. I know. No, they, you know, they did. And that's just, we don't want to give away spoilers. We want you guys to watch it. You know, they yeah, wrap stuff up Friday. nicely. Like I, like I said, Sam fought Baytrock, which was a cool fight. Um, uh, Bucky, Bucky was taking on some of the flag smashers, and then, of course, because they showed the after credit scene uh, last week. Of course, I'm trying to find something too. That's why I'm looking down at the same time. Um, there it is. Of course, who shows up? John Walker shows up. You know, we knew he would. And he shows up and you're like, uh-oh, where's this going? What's he going to do? And he gets himself in and he takes the side. You know, he, he first goes against the Flag Smashers and there was no 
I'm going to fight Bucky or Sam. He he was just like, I'm going to do the right thing. I thought that was awesome. Oh, look what I found. Let's add this to the stream. Oh, shit. That's right. Back in 2017, I did my own drawing of, uh, of good old Sam. Huh. Who is that? <laughs> well, you know. So there you go. I, I knew I had a drawing of him. So look at that. Might be in the auction tonight. You know, if you're going to auction it tonight, the night, night, nice night to auction that. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to see if I, I think I still have it. So, so you know, I did collect and read the comics uh, um, when, you know, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Um, yeah. And I said they, they, they really did hold well to the, uh, to the books on this. Well, and then, you know, look, you knew it was going to happen. And this was another moment that Courtney and I were like, oh, crap is when uh and you know what i won't even say it because i think showing is better than saying so this moment oh yeah when he showed up when they cut to that scene of uh contessa julie louise dreyfus's character they introduced last week sitting there with his wife and basically saying what has taken him so long you knew he was in the back room changing. You knew yeah. it. Well, he and he came walking out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he came walking out, and he's like, well, it's just the same thing, but it's black. And what did she say after he said that? I'm trying to I, – I don't remember. She had a good good retort, good, you know, good response to why. Well, I just, I well, yeah, but you know, basically, basically we're ready to call on you when, when the time comes. And uh, the only thing that they didn't have was the shield. So he doesn't have. Yeah, but you know right. what? Here's the difference, though, with what you just held up. That's cat shield. U.S. Right. agent has his own shield, which is different. Correct. And so I'm even, hoping. Even on this one, there's no yeah. shield. Well, I'm hoping in season. Well, there's got to be a season two. So, because they set so much stuff up and there's no movie. I mean, if you look at the movies that are coming out, there's nothing right. that would relate to this stuff. The issue is, you know, they've got nothing. This was supposed to be like WandaVision, a one and done. Yeah, but I was talking to Courtney about it and I could see WandaVision being one and done because even with the after credit scene in WandaVision, that really leads into uh dr strange dr right. strange too so well, that that works but this doesn't lead into anything right so and what, if, what if was supposed to be a one and done loki's supposed to be a one and done these were all supposed to be just filler but you're right the way this left off it tied up everything but it left the question is where do we go to now we know we've got johnny he's ready to go we know who's going to call on him I don't see anything. We know it's not going to be in Black Widow because that's a, a pre-done. Hey, Eric. What's up, Eric? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So I think that they, I would hope they do a season two and they even have the new title card. The new title card at the end didn't say Falcon and Winter Soldier. It said Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Well. So with that, with that in mind, with... U.S. agent being established now because she says 
you know, what we need is a U.S. agent, you know, to call on. There's just so much, so many stories that can be told. And with the second season, even if Bucky, even if even if Sebastian uh, Stan was like, right, you know, I don't I don't want to commit to a full season, but I'll I'll make a cameo. And even if Anthony Mackie said something like that, like, I, I don't know. I guess all I'm saying is like, they could do a second season and have, you know, I guess they'd have to change the name actually if, you know, say Sebastian didn't want to do a full season because you can't really call, you know, Captain America the Winter Soldier if he's not going to commit to a full season. So let's say they both commit to full seasons, they get Wyatt back, they could easily just, oh my God, it could be so good. Uh, Eric says, I haven't watched anything Marvel's put out since Endgame. Is the guy in the picture the new Captain America? He is U.S. agent. Uh, we kind of spoiled it for you there. Um, hold on, I'll full screen Dennis for you, Eric. That's from issue 350 of Captain America. This is actually Captain America Steve Rogers, Rogers in the, at this point in the storyline. And this one is actually John Walker, who had uh, yep. taken over Captain America, but kind of mirrors the the, the uh, show actually mirrors the books fairly well in, in a lot of ways. You know, they deal with the yep. flag smashers and stuff like that. So it was an interesting story. The guy who plays it, Eric, is um, uh, Wyatt Russell. It's actually Kurt Russell's son. And uh, um, yeah, whoa, I whoa, whoa. Hey, off pretty well. Out. Don't leave out the other part of that 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 mixture. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Come on. Huh. Goldie Hawn is the mother. Kurt didn't just pop him out of his dick and go, here he is. He had to fertilize the egg, Dennis. Yeah, but but see, now we have to get into Goldie's other kids, and now we're dealing with family, family tree stuff, which which we don't need to get into Goldie's other kids. This is her son. Okay. So it is both of their sons. And exactly. he played it really well. He's got the physique for it. He's actually got Kurt's eyes and stuff like that. He's got a much bigger nose. But, you know, he's got some of the charisma that his dad has just from Because my wife loves Kurt Russell. So, I mean, she looked at that on the first. Uh, what do you oh, he looks kind of familiar. And I'm like, does he now? And it took her a little bit. She goes, why does he look familiar? And I said, well, picture your, one of your favorite actors. She goes, Kurt Russell? Yes. Here's another appearance of Sam in the costume. Um, yeah, so I, I was so thrilled beyond belief that they introduced U.S. Agent. I thought that was just so cool. And right here, this guy from the comics, this is actually Bucky right here. So for Christmas, Courtney wants me to draw her uh, Bucky in this costume, Sam in this costume. Yeah. And All I'm right. like, no problem. So and we of don't course, want to give away too much for people who are going to watch this uh, a later. Um, what are you going to give it for your CGC rating for the season? You know, for the season, I give it a I give it a solid nine. Okay. Okay. I go I go, I go solid nine. And if you're wondering, this is the first appearance where John Walker puts on a U.S. agent costume. So uh, 
this Definitely book is officially becomes U.S. agent. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is, a year ago, this was in the dollar bin, and now it's like fifty bucks or higher. Yeah, that's that's basically what we're saying. Yeah, it's all so it sad. Is, is a show. So it's I'm gonna, it's so sad I, that I, that's happening. I enjoyed the show. It was so much different than than WandaVision, which I also liked. I was disappointed in WandaVision's, you know, ending, which you all know. But I I liked the fact fact that we sat there and tried to figure out if it was Mephisto or you know whatever. I enjoyed going through all of that as fans. This is which is what we all did. Um, this didn't have any of that really. Um, this was more like a straightforward movie. You know, you, 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 we took the, the plot devices and we went in order. You know, A led to B, which led to C, which led to D. Um, the couple of twists that they thought were going to be twists in the show, I didn't think were twists at all. Uh, Eric says, I've never heard of U.S. agent before. Does his powers mirror Captain America? In, um, in the TV show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier... The basic gist is there's this power broker character who enlisted this doctor to create more of the super soldier serum and he creates a bunch of it and the flag smashers who are the bad guys in the show all took some of the super soldier serum there's like seven of them or so or no there's 13 of them because 20 vials were created i believe and there were seven left anyhow john walker who becomes who the government anoints as the new Captain America? It you know wears the different costume and stuff, but he has he's, he has no superhuman powers. He's just in really good shape. But he gets his hand on one of the vials of the super soldier serum and takes it. So by the uh, last couple episodes, he has uh, he. I don't think anybody is the equal to Captain America because, you know, in First Avenger, that original formula was destroyed and all the other, this is my take on it, all the other super soldier formulas or serums that were made after that, even what Bucky had, since it wasn't from the original Doctor, they couldn't recreate it 100%. So Bucky's not an equal to Captain America. and and so when U.S. agent took this serum or John Walker took this serum, he's he's basically an equal to Bucky is how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It was the super soldier serum. Um, they they really talk uh, go into this in detail because they, they talk about the fact that there were other multiple attempts at the super soldier serum. And um, they had done some back in the 50s. You get to meet another character um, um, from, I believe it was a comic book called The Truth. Um, yep. And uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting. Um, I, I like where they went. My, I liked the show, but it, seriously, the character for me that stood out in all of this was Baron Zemo. I love Baron oh, yeah. Zemo in this. He was, he shouldn't be much of anything, but he was just such a crafty, entertaining, good, bad guy in this. You know, he was just perfectly evil. I enjoyed his appearance in it. Um, 
I thought the action scenes were great. Uh, all the action scenes that they had that I, you couldn't ask for a whole lot more. The Falcon was fantastic in his action scenes. I thought Bucky's storyline was great. You know, we got the Wakanda ties from the movies and everything like that. Um, it brought forward everything that we were kind of hoping it would be. The, the issue that I have is it just didn't bring us anything more. It was good. It wasn't great in terms of I just wanted something more out of it. I didn't have the excitement every week when I woke up going, like WandaVision, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? You didn't have I that excitement with this show? Didn't have it. I mean, I expected See, I did. I, I, thought, I thought this came across to me more like literally a, 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 a epic. There were six episodes. So we'll say probably about five hours long total because they weren't all an hour long. And this really came across to me like one big five hour movie. And I was I like, damn that. it, why did I really felt like, why didn't I see this on the big screen? Whereas WandaVision just felt like a TV show. Right. But, but what I'm saying, I'm not arguing that. I think you're right. This, this played much more like a movie than, than WandaVision. My argument is this was a very straightforward storyline. There weren't many twists. There was nothing that you sat there and guess wondering. Our biggest guess was, oh, are we going to get Sam's new costume that's just like Sam Wilson, Captain America? Are we going to get U.S. agent? Are we going to get his costume? That was the big what we were hoping to see out of this. Is Zemo going to put on the mask? That is a complete far cry from at least in WandaVision where we're trying to unravel layers like an onion. You know, peeling it back, trying to figure out what the creators were getting at ultimately to be disappointed nonetheless but i like the series i i enjoyed it it isn't a series i would probably ever pick up and watch again the ending was i'm not going to spoil what that is was probably the best part where where bucky has to you know meet his demon and i thought that was the most uh emotional spot in the entire series and it was very well oh, done. Yeah. i'm giving it an 8.0 on the uh, ten point scale. Um, but wait, you didn't watch the you watched the after credit scene, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. No, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So uh, by the way, this is what his shield looks like. So it's black, red, white, and then black in the center. So I'm really hoping that if they do a second season, that's what he gets. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do, and maybe they they decided they were going to do more on Disney plus with the state of affairs with movies and people not getting that excited, but all in all, I'm glad I watched the series. It advanced the relationship between Bucky and the Falcon was fantastic. That's what kept me interested Their their camaraderie and yet their antagonism play off each other very well throughout the entire season. You just love, you know, the staring contest at the beginning was probably one of my favorite parts. Are are you two staring at each other? You're like children. It was great, but you could just see that, right? So anyway, glad I watched it. I, I'm. It, I don't know, Dennis. I don't think you are glad you watched it. Hey, it's an eight point. I don't really think you are. Yeah. 
Well, now sounds I like have more just, time to go watch some Attack on Titans. Sounds I like you're just giving lip service. Wow. Attack on Attack on Titan. <laughs> wow, anime hater. Why don't you just go watch One Punch Man while you're at it? I have been told to watch that, yes. I don't think I have enough. That, Naruto, and Dragon Ball Z, I don't think I have enough time left in my life to watch all this. Good Lord. I could watch the season finale of this show again. In fact, Courtney and I probably will. We were like, God, that was good. We could watch that again. It was good. I just don't think this is it from was the. This is from the U.S. Agent miniseries that came out back in 1993. Uh, drawn by a guy named M.C. Wyman, who has, at this time was doing a very big John Buscema type uh, style in his art. M.C. has done different styles. back. I don't know what he does now, but back then he did different styles. So the whole miniseries is kind of John Buscema-esque. Uh, I actually have the miniseries. I'm hoping it goes up in value, but for some reason I doubt it. It was a good story. I remember it. I don't know if I still have it or if that, you know, got with, with my purge stuff. Because it was that and the same thing was like War Machine. I love the War Machine stuff. But, you know, at the time, it's one of those things where I look at it and go, would I ever read it again? So it might have been part of my purge. Well, Dennis, for you... I will sell you one through four for the low, low price of uh, $99.95. Wow, that's better than that. That is less than $25. That's, that's less than $25 an issue. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Or I'll just see, go that's what dollar bins. Oh, this is U.S. Agent. Maybe you didn't hear that. I don't know I if did. they're in the dollar bins. Because I think U.S. Agent's going to go right in with U.S. War Machine. There was not, there was no book called U.S. War Machine. Yeah, there was. was there? U.S. No. War Machine? Oh, yeah, I, that's right. There was. I remember. Hmm. All right. Yeah, so you're a, right. On a side subject, something I guess we probably should talk about, because um, it, it blew up since yesterday. We talked about it. We did a, a impromptu and impromptu uh, cast. Um, oh, yeah. The other day, because Batman Fortnite was released. Yes, it was. Uh, we wound up getting our hands on a copy because we were just going to do a review on it. I'm not even big into Fortnite. We had a difficult time because most of the comic shops were sold. And then we wound up doing it because Andy pulled it up and it's polybagged. The reason it's polybagged is if you're a Fortnite player, it's got a code in the back for a Harley Quinn skin. And apparently there are a lot of people out there wanting this comic book. So some of the comic shops not only had sold out, but some of them were selling them for premium prices. Andy pulled them up on Wednesday uh, for $75, and one was $116.50 when last we looked. Well, we, we, we kicked around. What, we, what did we want to do with this comic book? Because I kind of want to read it. Well, anyway, I don't play Fortnite. I cracked mine open. Uh, I took the poly bag, cut it open, pulled it out. And a friend of mine, um, uh, she's got kids that play Fortnite. So I just gave her the code for her kids and her, their kids. She sent me a screenshot. They were ecstatic. So I got a chance to review the book. 
and I did a quick flip on the book and within uh, 24, not even, it was 12 hours. I mean, I had 3,500 hits on it uh, for people looking this up. It's such a popular book. So I did sit down and I did a full review this morning. So you'll be able to, to pull, uh, go to our, uh, our, uh, the Dennis and Andy show on YouTube and you should find it and, and watch it. It was interesting, especially if you're a Fortnite, uh, a fan, but this book has gone stupid crazy that people are spending this kind of money on a comic book just to get a code for a skin for a game. I've not seen anything quite quite like this. So I'm glad I'm not a huge Fortnite fan, but there's a total of six issues, and I guess there's a code in each of the six issues for a different skin for the game. Yeah, and I guess issue one and was issue issue one and issue six okay. have the coolest codes. I get you know the most popular ones or whatever. Right. So I mean I'll I'll, I'll buy them just to read it. Uh, I haven't taken mine out of the poly bag yet, but I probably will this weekend so I can read it. Haven't decided what I do what I want to do with the code yet. Um, maybe I'll throw it away. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Somebody might be a, might be upset about that. I know. You know, Dennis, what we what we also have to talk about. First man. First oh. man. First man, the graphic novel that is taking the nation by storm. Dare I say the world by storm. And I can say that because I have ship books the United Kingdom. I've shipped books to Canada. I've shipped books to Germany, Italy, Australia, Japan, China. This book is a worldwide phenomenon. If you have not backed it yet, you don't know what you're missing. A 64-page square-bound graphic novel in all its goodness. You're saying, where did Andy go? He went right here. Because the books are right here. In fact, we don't need to see Dennis's face right now. We just need to see these glorious books. The First Man graphic novel, 64 pages, square bound. The program book, behind the scenes, making a First Man with art of First Man by guest artists like Alan Davis and Adam Hughes and Eric Larson, 40 pages of page layouts and stuff can be yours today books ship out daily go to the campaign the link is in the description below the video here you can back it today it'll go out in the mail tomorrow let's just take a look at some of the good stuff look at that i'm creeping up to twenty thousand. i cannot do this without you guys the extra money goes to the second book, which I started drawing. We've got a perk where you can get the complete set. What's that, Dennis says? Well, Dennis, the complete set is the book with my cover, the book with the Bart Sears variant cover, and the program book. Or you can get just the program book if you're into that type of stuff or the printed book by itself. 
or Bart's variant cover by itself, or the program book and the book and save five bucks. Saving you money. That's what I do. Check it out. Each character has their own bio page, just like the old Marvel Universe stuff. If you want, you can still get a head sketch from me so you can get some original art. There are sketch covers offered for sale as well, so you can get those. So definitely check it out. The link is in the description below. I appreciate every one of you that has backed it so far and everybody that will back it now. Dennis is back. He walked I, I away. Am, I, I ran out for a couple of reasons. One, you know, Eric made a comment. I guess that is one way to sell a comic book. You know, that kind of entered my thought. You know, I didn't want to come out and say it, but I think I agree with Eric on this one. You know, with comic book sales and in, in the big two kind of waning and stuff right now, I mean, they're gonna they're trying to tie it in to generate some sales. And I think about it, if you've got three kids each with a Fortnite game, because they're separate accounts, you actually need three comic books in order to get the codes. And when I was in there talking to the comic book store owner, um, I really, it was funny because it was a lot of parents bringing their kids in going, oh yeah, do you have the Fortnite uh, Batman book? And they're like, why, yes we do, I've got one left. And he would hand it to them and that was mother buying it for the kids so they could go home and put it on their account. So yeah, they're they're having to find unique ways instead of just putting out great comics. I did want to give you know what I'm out. thinking. What's that? I'm thinking for every issue of First Man Sold, I don't have a code or anything like that that I can put in. But Dennis is an excellent grader of comics and he really knows his stuff. So for every issue of First Man Sold, I'll put in Dennis's phone number. <laughs> uh-huh that is true which by the way came in handy came in it came in handy i'd love to see the spinner racks come back to the ground oh i'm right there with you eric man dude i would love to walk into a grocery store or 7-eleven circle k whatever and see a spin rack full of comics oh my god that would be i would love that so much yeah i would too man i still remember as a kid you know, even when we were on vacation, we'd bike down. There was a, a, a dime store, and they had the spinner rack, and I would go pick up my comic books. I picked up Star Wars number one right off the shelf, rolled it up, stuck it in my back pocket. I had no idea, you know. Way to go, genius. And then I backed, and you biked home with it in your back pocket. But that's how we got them. Um, I did want to give a shout-out, and I know Bud's not on right now, uh, but – at the convention, um, I'll probably do this a couple of times. It was on oh, there. Full screen. Bud did a absolute, because everybody knows Dark Phoenix is my favorite we need, character. Dennis, we need last names. Oh, Bud Root. Sorry. Yeah. It's just just saying. I, I hear you. And I did. I said it. This is fantastic. He had done all of his commission work. And while I was out, you know, recording, uh, I did interviews with some of the vendors and stuff down there. Um, Bud came out and Andy had given him a comic book, X-Men, and he drew this for me. Guys, this is absolutely phenomenal. Isn't that nice? That's right. It is. It is. It, it is. And I want Bud I... to know, this is, this is what I told Bud. 
that I'm like, look, I'll put it right here, right above Andy Smith's Phoenix that he did for me. I want everyone to know that as nice a guy Bud is to draw that for free, I did give Bud the comic to draw on. He did. He did. And then there's one that Andy had done for me. Another yep. awesome comic book. I do. I love the fact that Wolverine's here and she's standing right there because, you know, that's just a great storyline. Because she's going to take him to the bedroom. That's right. So anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out. It was just awesome. It was a it was a highlight for a fantastic convention that we went to and kind of waiting for the next good one to roll around. There is a um, that microcon uh, here in Charlotte, which is they have it at a brewery, so you get you get beer just like this, and you get comics all in one day. Now that is Whoa. one of my drop me off and pick me up because chances are I won't be able to survive both. Well, you know why? Because drunk people spend money. Uh, that is that is absolutely <laughs> it's it's on free comic book day, which means, yep. you know, it's just a great it's just a great day. So I'm really hoping I can make this one. I hope so too. It'll be it'd be fun to go to. Uh well that is it for today everybody thank you for joining us monday what do we have coming up on monday dennis uh monday monday we have um uh cult of the dragon um you can go back and find um i did a quick flip and then a full review of cult of the dragon and uh i got rich davis coming on um from creating it he actually reached out he saw the uh um our review of it and he reached out and said hey i would love to to be on your show so the guys were trying to figure out if anybody could make it on monday and rich is going to be here so we're going to get to interview rich from call to the dragon which will be really cool um some guys that i've never met before so this this is always fun when i get to meet somebody brand new that i'm not all that familiar with they put out a good product i really want to find out their origin stories all right, so that's who we'll be interviewing Monday night at 7 p.m. And uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend, a fun weekend. Uh, it's going to rain here all, uh, all day tomorrow. It's 100% chance of rain. So uh, yep. and I guess I I'll be in the house. A, I did put up a whole bunch of quick flips from the books that we got from our Wednesday show. So if you want, Ooh. kind of take a look through it and flip it. Hit the like, subscribe button. And leave comments i've been getting a lot of comments about stuff so we're going to be sitting down and buckling down and doing some reading and doing some full reviews yep so until monday we will catch you guys later bye bye, bye everybody, everybody.